she walks She's like a samba that swings so cool And sways so gentle that When she passes, each one she passes goes Ooh. But I watch her so sadly Op, ga vervolgens naar de gym. Vervolgens uh, ga ik ook even wat lunchen. Een stukje lopen met mijn Franse bulldog. Dus enorm veel vrijheid. En daarna 1 à 2 uur per dag treden om eigenlijk meer te verdienen dan de meeste mensen 8 uur per dag voor werken. En uiteraard, het geld is super.
morning to you, good morning to you, good morning to all our fans, good morning to you. You are hearing the voice of Apostle Heliru Dokino. Of course, this is the voice of Niger transmitting to you on this hour. We welcome you into this new month. Exciting month, glorious month, holy month, a month that is being powered by God Himself. If you are just in me, remember we are transmitting this hour on 105.2 megahertz meter. Follow us online as well. You can call the studio line when you want to interact with us on 027371619. Want to follow us online? Please go to sato.nl slash horizon and then you just highlight Monday and then this hour. in this gospel inspirational time you will not regret it we want to prepare your soul for all that we have in stock for you this is just a word of saying thank you to God for bringing us into a new month and giving you life in the land of the living I think it's very 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 worthy if we can take some few minutes and say a big thank you to the Lord for bringing us you know you know out of this COVID-19 thing that have locked up people for all these months. Come on, join us wherever you are and just sing this glorious song. This is our inspirational gospel time. And after this time, we're going to give you the tidbits that we have in stock for you. Just 
you this morning we thank you lord this morning we honor you for who you are we thank you for a new day we thank you for having given us life in the land of the living take all the glory as oh god we open this very time and broadcast with you we ask that you take absolute control of the day take absolute control of everything we're gonna do this morning and lord move in our midst. Touch lives as they listen to this broadcast. Heal people that are wounded. Set people free. Bless men and women and bless the city that we are in for the sake of your name. We thank you and we bless you God that all things have been made by you and with you. Thank you Lord. We can never bypass you to have our way. For you are everything to us. Be glorified in our midst, even as we walk this day. In Jesus' name. Somebody, I need to lift your worship tonight. Somebody, lift your worship tonight. He's here in our midst. He's here to take all the praise. He's here to inhabit the praise of his people. He's here to inhabit your worship.
presence, Jesus. We declare our love for you tonight. Me ala bosha takari ele bosha, mana la masa tekeri ele bosha. Me ala bosha takari ele. I'm so coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you. Deze video wordt je aangeboden door NVIDIA en Omen. Met DLSS kan je je frames per seconde drastisch verhogen in je PC. I've got problems, God, and they tend to make me cranky. Don't let me take them out on other people. Make a plan to go out and behave yourself. Every morning when you wake up, you need to say, Father, thank you for this day. Thank you that you woke me up. Thank you that you gave me air to breathe. Thank you that you surrounded me with favor. I'm grateful to be alive. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for opportunities. Lord, I'm going to live this day to the full. That's putting on a fresh new attitude. You wipe the slate clean. You let go of yesterday's disappointments, what didn't work out. You get your mind going in the right direction. I'm going to see the good today. Yes, Lord. I'm going to be kind to somebody. I'm going to stay in faith and enjoy this day. Make a plan to be a blessing. Plan ahead of time that when somebody offends you, you're going to forgive them immediately. Plan ahead of time to be quick to forgive. Plan ahead of time to give things away, to compliment people, to encourage people. Just get up in the morning and think, okay, Lord, here's my goal today. Everywhere that I go, I don't know how many people I'll see today, maybe 15, 20, 25, but every single person I see. I know you are here, precious Holy Spirit. I know you are here, flowing like a river. I know you are here, sweet Holy Spirit. I know you have come tonight. You are here. 
Sunday we'll be bringing to you the miracles of Jesus Christ and after that we are going to move to our social segment and in this social segment we'll be bringing to you the power of positive upbringing the power of positive upbringing if you're a parent please take stick on your seat and make sure that you take coffee relax yourself and please tune in to watch this broadcast because it will be too interesting for you
sing the miracles of Jesus. Remember, this is coming to you from Radio Voice of Niger, transmitting on 105.2 MHz meter on Radio Razo. I'm about to bring the word of the living God. My name, once again, is Apostle Helen Ruth Tucker, co-senior pastor of Rivers of Labarra Church. Say a big amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. I want to bring um, what I have entitled Restoring Your Original Image. We are in the new month, the month of October, and uh, when we count October, it is the 10th month in the Gregorian calendar. So October, then November, December, then the year ends up. And we want to thank God for having brought us so far after COVID-19 lockup. Things are beginning to ease. People are beginning to, I mean, life is getting to normalcy and people are beginning to be themselves again. And we thank God for such a restoration. We also want to thank God to enable us to be restored back to originality because in the midst of all that have, that have gone, all, all we've been through, being locked up, not being confident of yourself anymore, not knowing who you will shake and who is a carrier and who is not a carrier, people are now living life of doubt. And people are becoming very schizophrenic. The, the, even though the, the, the society or the government 
they are making announcement and telling people that the laws have been relaxed a bit. People are still on top. People are still acting just so weird. So if you could see that, it's almost becoming impossible to be restored to originality, to normalcy, as I may say. But if you have tuned in this morning, I want you to know clearly that there is need for you to be restored back to your original self. Not just only because of the COVID-19 pandemic, no, but the one I am focusing on is to be restored originally in the rightful image that God made you. He didn't come, he didn't, God did not make us in the image of fear to, 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 to be afraid all the time. He, has made, he made us to be as bold as himself. That means things come into your life and things will also leave, but you got to maintain your stand and maintain your focus. You don't allow things to swallow and muzzle you up. As we go through life, we are bound to meet so many contradictions, so many things that contradict what we believe, so many things that make us contradict what we've read and contradict our belief as children of God. We have to, we will be meeting obstacles that contradicts what we have believed. But most of the time, contradictions are not the realities. You got to know that sometimes something may contradict what God has said about you. But that is not the reality because that contradiction comes not just only to fire you up to maintain your stand in Christ and maintain your faith, but also it comes as a means to want to pull you down. It comes to 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 you know to 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 what do I call it to puncture you from that high faith and bring your faith to nothing. Most of the time, you see contradictions in the Bible. You see that it's just there to 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 make the people to fizzle out, not to have their confidence in God. Like if. The Bible tells us in the book of Genesis, we read about the creation of man and the Lord created them, male and female, and the Lord blessed them and said, go and multiply. And here, you're married. You are not multiplying. You, you've, you've stayed year one, year two, year three. You've not conceived. People are looking at you with, with some kind of odd eyes. Uh, even even people go about talking about you. What's really wrong with this couple? Why are they not getting married? Why are they not getting issue? Why are they not why are they not getting children? The contradictions begins to come here and there, here and there, and the people begin. You begin to become a topic in the street that you live. They begin to talk about you. Contradictions because they are seeing other people having their children. They are seeing people who you are younger than. They have married. They have children. Even those who are not married, they are just giving birth, like you no, know, like chicken. They are just giving birth. And you who are happily married, you are not getting anything. That's contradiction. That's contradiction. You you look at yourself. You studied and having studied and read very well, you can pass for every degree. You had the best. The first class, you had the best. You went for your master's, you had the best. And then you come out, here you are, looking for jobs, struggling for jobs. Every job you go, they tell you one thing or the other. And those 
who don't even have what you have, they are getting jobs there on there. Contradictions. Contradictions. You see, but these contradictions, they come to mind the beauty of God in you. They come to, you know, to debase you, to make you lose your stand and lose your stamina. But I'm here this morning to, I'll, to let you know that you must maintain your stand. I'm here to jack you up. I'm here to let you know that you must maintain your originality. God wants us to be restored back to our originality. No matter how the earth quakes and shakes, you got to know that they say God is steadfast. The God that formed us and the God that made us in his image, made us in the image of himself so that we can stand every tough time and stalk everything time. Can I hear a big amen? Circumstances are not supposed to reshape and remake you. They are supposed to move you more forward in your faith. Oh, hallelujah. The Bible tells me that God, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, let's just read. He said, and God said, let us make man in our image. After our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and all over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Did you hear that? Male and female he created he them. That means they didn't make the other one lesser and make the other one bigger. God just created them in his image. God created them in his image. In other words, when we look at the beauty we are being we are seeing being displayed on, on this world, you will see the beauty of God. When you look at the creation, you will see God in them. You will see. You, you will look at the atmosphere. You will see God in the atmosphere. You will see the beauty because, oh, let me, let me, let me just use this example. You see that power that can carry people from Japan and bring them down here. Just they hang there on the air, flying like a little bird. And then before you know it, they landed as people. And then thousands of people will just troop out of that thing that was hanging on the air. The power that created, who gave that person that wisdom to be able to fashion aircraft? Who gave them? So if human beings created by God can have the audacity to create something like that and allow it to move and it then, and they applied it and it moved and carried people from the other end of the earth to the other end of the earth, then that power that is moving that end, God is mightier than that power. Because it must have taken a greater force to, uh, to give that person the enablement and the ability to fashion those things and they bring some couple of wires, mix them, bring aluminum, mix them, bring all of this until they form an aircraft which can hang on the air. You look at the ship, ship that can carry, carry even houses and carry trucks and carry big lorries and carry what, anything you can think about, big equipment you see in the hospital, they are being carried by the ship. You look at a ship that moves in the ocean and in the seas, you wonder, how can a house be moving this way and be floating? It did not sink. The person that must have created that which we are seeing, they, I mean, I mean, I mean, there must have been a force. 
that created somebody who created those things, who made those things, and we can see them in display. So when you look at the genetic of, of a ship, you look at the bigness of a train or even a tram or a bus, then you you can you wonder, you cannot see the bigness of God in all of those things that have been functioned and they are, they are carrying human beings from one angle to another angle. So if human beings have the power to create things this way, then if God made us in this image, it means God made man and woman in the image of creativity. God made us with something. Do not allow that devil that is speaking in your ears and telling you, you are never do well person. You can't amount to anything. Mm, you are a nonsense. You are a whore. You are this one, you are that. Let me tell you, that is nothing but the lie from the pit of hell. God gave you creativity. Where you are, you can create something. God, the Bible said to us in the book of Genesis, he called for things that be not and they become. That is, God got up one morning I began to say, let there be sky and sky. Let there be land and there was land. Let there be sea and there was sea. Let there be oceans and there were oceans. Let there be mountains. There were mountains. Let there be sand and there was sand. God called for those things and they become. That means you have the power of creativity in your mouth to speak forth what you want and they can become. You have that power because God made you in his image. In the image of God, he formed both you and me. We have the power to create things. We have the power to cause things to become. And they <coughs> will become. Hallelujah. And the Bible said, let me tell you how God made man. In Genesis chapter 2, the Bible said to us from verse 6, that but there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. And the Lord God breathed into his nostril the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Do you see that? And then the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. So he put man there to have dominion. God put man there so a man can till that and become Lord over that aspect. In other words, what God made out of man is that let me rule in heaven while you rule on earth. Let me rule in heaven and then I put you on earth while I oversee you here on earth. So that was why God watered the dust of the ground and then out of the ground, look at the dust. Look at the dust, dust that is just like insignificant. All of us march on dust every day. Some people spit on the ground. Some people vomit on the ground. Some people even poo-poo and wee-wee on the ground. And the dust is consuming all of those things because the dust is just like nonsense. It's like, it's useless. It's like foolish. It's, it's, it's like something that has no what. Oh, caribus, yeah. Something that has no what, yet God could pick up something that has no what and bring out humanity out of that thing. That thing that has no what. God, the Bible says, God began to mold it. He just took few sand and began to mold it and mold it and water them, mold it, mold it. And while he was molding, he was molding me, molding you in his very image. 
That's why we are so beautiful. That's why we are highly articulated. Mm, that's why we are the way we are. Because we are not just a product of Darwin or a product of evolution. We are being created by God. We are being fashioned in the image of God. I am somebody. I don't know about you. I will not allow anybody to talk me down. Do not allow anybody to pocket you and talk you down and let you feel inferior. No, 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 no. You are not a product of inferiority complex. God fashioned you. He artistically designed you and put everything that is in you to be you. You cannot afford not to be you. You cannot. So if you go about living a counterfeit life, you miss it and you miss it. Then when are you going to be real you? Because the way God formed you, he knew and he knows you are the one to accomplish that thing. Maybe he formed you with a big ear, formed you with a big mouth, formed you with a long neck, formed you with this and this and that and that. And here you are trying to shorten yourself. Come on, be who you are. Be who you are and be accepted by you first. You got to accept yourself before people begin to accept you. Don't allow circumstances to define you. Don't allow human beings to define you. Don't allow even the society to redefine you. Be who God made you to be, an original person. Because until you walk in your originality, you will never be satisfied. Until you walk in originality, you will remain a counterfeit. How long are you going to be a counterfeit? How many years you have to live before you return back to your creator? Come on, be an original person. I forbid you to be a counterfeit. In the mighty name of Jesus, God is not looking for counterfeit sons and daughters. He's looking for people who are original, who will show forth his praise. And the Bible said in the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 28 and verse 13, he says, and God blessed that thing that he has formed out of that dust. God blessed them. God first breathed upon them and man become a living soul. What does that mean to you? God can take nothing and make something out of it. God can take something and make nothing also out of it. God can take a dust that was so rejected, that was just like a nuisance, that has no reputation. God can bring out this beautiful Helen you are looking at. He can bring out this beautiful you that everybody's beholding. If God can make something as beautiful as me out of just a mere dust, then you can then imagine what we ourselves will be able to create out of us who are original. We will create something more beautiful. That's why when you are looking at children of this younger generation, they look more beautiful. They, sometimes you look at them, you say, ah, who, who, how did this one come out? How, how, how can you see somebody who doesn't look so beautiful, but you look at the kids, look at the children they are producing. So beautifully and wonderfully made. That is how God works. He doesn't make people to depreciate. Rather, he makes us to what? Increase and increase and to be and, and to attract more beauty. So the Bible said in from, from verse 28 of Genesis, God blessed man, God blessed the woman, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, not unto him. God said unto them, unto them, unto them. That means the two of them are supposed to be very, very fruitful. You woman that sits at home every time, you don't want to go and do anything. You just think that the job belongs only to the man. Go and work and produce creativity in the area you are working. God wants to showcase you to 
your mates as his handmaid. Don't sit at home and roll your eye and think that going to work is only meant for men. The Bible said God made them. God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful. And I said the same word to you. Be fruitful. All my sisters and all my brothers who are hearing the sound of my voice, I command you in this month of October, be more fruitful in Jesus' name. Be more fruitful. Let nothing hinder you. Let nothing deprive you from being very fruitful. God said, multiply. He didn't leave us to add. He said, multiply. Because when you begin to end into my arithmetic and you begin to multiply, multiply brings more fruitfulness than addition. For those of you who know mathematics very well, you can bear witness with me that when you begin to multiply, you are multiplying at a speed that is twice or thrice greater than addition. God said to them, multiply and replenish. Replenish the earth. Oh, hallelujah. Subdue. Subdue and have dominion over every creeping thing, every moving thing that is upon the surface of the earth. This was what God told the man and the woman that he formed. God did not make them inferior. Why would you take up inferiority complex? That you lost in relationship must not define you. That does not mean you have failed totally in life. That a man jilted you, that does not mean that you can no more pick up yourself and be who God wants you to be. Yes, I can understand. It hurts when you've put your love somewhere, when you've trusted in somebody and somebody told you I love you and you believe them in total and all of a sudden, down the road, they begin to show you the other side of them. I know it could be very devastating. It could be very, very painful. Ah, but would you allow yourself to depreciate and get down to the level where you become like a burden? You that used to be so beautiful, now you become so fragile that only tears. You go to sleep, you can't sleep. Oh, it's only tears. You wet your bed all the time just because somebody... Somebody said he doesn't love you anymore. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come out of that misery. If somebody is saying to you, I don't love you, say to the person too, I don't love you. Come on. Come on. You don't need to die because somebody jilted you. There's another one that is loving you. God said, I love you so much, and I love you the way. Come, come, come by me. Come, come, come. Come, come, come. Come by me. I love you the way you are. I love you the way you are. Are you not hearing the voice of God to you? He said to you, I made you in my own image. I made you wonderfully and fearfully. I made you the way you are. Come on. They say you don't know how to talk. That is the way God made you. They say you are not too tall. That is the way God made you. You are not shining. You are not, you are not so bright like Rachel and the, like, uh, like Sarah. You tell them that's the way God made you to be Duncan. You, you like it that way. That's the way God made you. That does not make you to be inferior. Jack up yourself and get back your originality. And move on, move on. Life will not give you what you expect, what you deserve. Life will just give you what you've worked for. 
Life is merciless. It's, it is, it is, it is. It is. That's, that's why you see, you see, you see siblings in the same, in, in one car and they are, they are rushing to go so we all of a sudden they crash and every one of them just perish that way. Life wouldn't say, let me reserve one. No. But that's why you use your word to recreate what you want. As much as life is not giving what you want, you have the power to recreate what you want. When you get up in the morning and you begin to speak, it is well with me. I will not die. I'll live to declare the goodness of God in the land of the living. My children, you will be the best in the society. It doesn't matter how you look now, but you're going to be the best. My husband, I wish you the best. You will excel and sit among your equals. Oh, when they count about good people, you will be one that will be counted. You will be among those who will be counted. You will make it in life. When you begin to bless your wife, you will make it my wife. You will make it in life. You are a virtuous woman. Your children will get up and they will call you blessed. I, your husband, I'm calling you a blessed woman. You will remain blessed all the days of your life. When you begin to speak positively into the atmosphere and into the lives of the people around you, I believe that you will harness the best. When you begin to speak positively into your situation, it doesn't matter what the devil has presented. When you begin to speak positively, you speak the word of God, not just positive word. You speak the word of God into your circumstance, I believe that you will surely be who God have made you to be. The best will begin to turn to you. The best is yet to be seen. The best is yet to come as a psalm writer wrote. Therefore, do not pack up yourself. Yes, 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 yes. Do not pack up yourself. Do not, I repeat, do not pack up yourself. God is coming on your way. He is coming, he's coming, he's coming. Don't pack up yourself. Don't pack up yourself. Rediscover your originality. Rediscover who you are. Go on your knees and pray. Emote is still very, very early. Pray and commit your affairs before the Lord. Tell him to help you. Tell him you have nobody to help you. Tell him that everybody is deserting you. They desert you, they say that the best cannot come out of you. But you are trusting him. As you trust God, God will trust in you too. Yes, yes, yes. Come on, I want to hear you pray. I want to hear you pray. Yes, 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 yes. Don't take the report of what people are speaking about you. That is not the right verdict. Don't depend on what they say about you. That is not the true verdict. The true verdict is that the Lord said he made you in his own image. Now, I close with this scripture. Let me read it. Because this scripture, I believe, is coming to blow up your mind. That you can see, really, what God means. God said in the book of Psalm 80, Psalm 8, from verse 4 and 5. Let me read it for you. Please listen carefully. He said, What is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visited him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. Do you see that? He made you a little lower than the angels. The Bible said, and has crowned him with glory and honor. You are not made with a substance that is inferior. You are not made to be disgraced. The Bible said to us, he made you and then 
a little lower than the angels, and he crowned you and me with glory and honor. In a, in, in, in a nutshell, glory and honor supposed to come out of you every day. Everything that you do must reflect the glory of God. Glory is a certain brightness. When it comes upon you, nobody can resist you. When you enter into a dark place, you carry some kind aura around you that will brighten the hearts of the people over there. When you enter into an environment, you carry some expression that will make people know that indeed God is real. That is, that is the image God gave you. He didn't give you the image of moodiness. He didn't give you the image of failure. He didn't give you an image that is a defeated image. When some, some of you, when a man jilts you, a man walks out of your life, you become so jilted and become so inferior. You let go yourself. Your brazier is hanging here. This one is hanging there. When they look at you, they see major responsibility. That's why nobody comes around you. But if you can jack up yourself and pack up yourself and prepare yourself very well and say, okay, I fell in the first relationship. That's not going to be the end of me. I'm going forward. There got to be somebody who will love you the way you are. Stop faking and trying to be somebody else. Be original. Be yourself. People will love you for who you are. There's a word I'm bringing to you. Remember, this has come to you from no other person but Apostle Helen Rudokino, co-senior pastor of Rivers of Life Bible Church. Would you want me to pray for you? I'll pray for you. Would you want me to pray off camera for you? I will also pray for you. You can call me on my zero number, 0684-606-550. I'm here to help you, to jack you up in this month. You can't afford to be down anymore this month. The month is too young. Please jack yourself up. I know that God cares about you. Bye for now.
começa. Voice, 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 voice of Niger. Uh, oh, with your favorite hostess, Lady Agbabuma, alias Apostle Helen Dokenu. Uh, I hope you are getting excited in this social program. I believe that you have a lot to learn, just like I've retold you. I hinted most of you. I told you that the topic is on the power of positive upbringing. Mm. When you see a child that is so lively and you see a child that can go through tough time and survive, mm. the child has a positive upbringing, like me. <laughs> positive upbringing is so important. Oh. You know, I was looking at this topic this morning. I said, wow, I wish my father and my mother, they were still alive. I think they really put a lot in me and my siblings. That's why everywhere we are, we shine. We shine. We don't allow anything to dominate us. But we're positive about life. So I have professionals who are here. Now, as an introduction, uh, okay, T, the other Ken Tim. It's a youth care agency facilitated by the Amsterdam municipality to assist parents raise their children in the most optimal way. So in this broadcast this morning, we'll be exploring some of the activities and methods being used by this agency in their work. So join us this moment to rediscover how we can Train our children. So join us to learn about the mission of this agency and its work for children and parents of Amsterdam. So our special guest for this program is somebody that have been with us before, and when she was with us, she really performed, and all of you really loved her because we repeated as well some of the programs we've had with this old and Kent team. So it's not a person, but Miss Cecil Winkleman, who happened to be the project leader of and preventive of older Kent and Tim. Cecil, please, can you can you say hello to our audience listeners? Can you go close to your microphone and please speak? Yes. Good morning, listeners. I'm very happy to be here on this Monday morning and I feel very much revived by the music that I just heard and the prayer of uh, the host and I hope we can also uh, talk about um, positive parenting uh, today and to strengthen you because this is um, to this week is the national week of parenting okay. parents are very important for our children 
and they are the the key people in the life of our children. Yes, it's true. So um, I am Cecile. I work at the parent-child team uh, here in Amsterdam and especially here in Amsterdam Southeast. And um, my role is to um, to support parents in their, um, I could say, their daily uh, struggles with the children um, and I do this by uh, uh, supporting the professionals who work in the parent-child teams. Right. Thank you so much, Cecil. Thank you. So, our uh, audience, you've heard her and um, you can see that she's prepared to deliver. So, we have our second guest as well. Uh, this is our own person, uh, Mr. Cecil Dube uh, of the Ubuntu. Mr. Sissi, please welcome to Radio Voice of Niger. You have to say something because our audience, this is not television, this is a, a radio. So say something, let them hear your voice. Okay. Yeah. Good morning, listeners. This is Reverend Dr. Sissi Dube from Ubuntu System Therapy and Youth and Family Mediation. I've been living here in the Netherlands for more than eight years. I've been working with parents and with all different cultures, particularly migrants from Nigeria, Ghana, Sierra Leone, Ivory Coast, Cameroon. So I'm your brother standing next to you who understands you and know you about the issues that you struggle with regarding parenting. We are here today to engage with you, to talk with you, you to talk with us. How do you see yourself in this new environment? How do you find your place of belonging in this new situation? Uh, we hope that we can be of, not of entertainment, but of uh, education to you, and also for you to engage. We hope to hear from you. Wow, thank you so much. Thank you, uh, Dr. Sisi Dube, thank you so much. And uh, our audience, I, I believe that you have heard them and you could see that these are people of high pedigree. They are here to deliver. So, <laughs> so um, before we proceed, um, remember I'm not going to be calling you by your name, so the question will be open and anyone that is specifically for you, I will direct. That, that to you. Uh, so before we proceed, le le let me invite, first of all, Cecil, uh, can you please tell our listeners a little bit more of, be concrete, of what you do, what you do uh, in your pro as a project leader. Okay. Um, to talk about the positive parenting, what is positive parenting? So um, positive parenting is a parenting style that is in between very strict and very free. So it's a parenting style uh, which we, uh, with, uh, um, where we uh, help parents with things that they already know, but how to address them. For instance, um, paying attention to your child, talking to your child, giving your child a compliment, but also to uh, give your child instructions. How does your child learn your, the limits that are there? How do you teach your child norms and values? So this positive parenting, it's, um, uh, it's, it's not new. It started 30 years ago, and um, it shows that in research that when children are being raised in this way, they will have self-esteem, 
they will feel good about themselves and they will be uh, able to do well in school and in uh, life. So in the Outer and Kin team, in the parent and child team, we work with this method when we support parents. Parents? Okay. Yes. yes, that's very, very powerful. Uh, Dr. Dubek, do you want to add to what, what, what she has just said? And, and uh, how does how does what she said relate to Ubuntu? Because yeah. I want to know how both of you connected. Yeah, yes. Um, uh, in Europe, they call it positive parenting program. In Africa, particularly on the south, we will call it Ubuntu. Ubuntu, it means that you show respect, you show love, you show kindness, you show understanding, you show love to your child, but not in a harsh way, but you show Ubuntu. That means your passion, your love, not from outside physically, but from inside, you know. Uh, uh, in Zulu, Ubuntu, it means we refer to your spirituality, Ubuntu. That's what we mean by Ubuntu. And above all, you don't do it only to your child or your children, but you do it to your children's neighbor, the children of your neighbor. You show love, you show care, you show Ubuntu. Now, we connect very well with the Western Europeans when they say positive parenting program. We say Ubuntu. <laughs> wow. So the Ubuntu yes. is we must show positive parenting. Love. You must love. show love, care, tender, but, you know, gentleness. Yeah. Which you find in your Bible that you talk about this morning. Yes, exactly. As parents, God demands from us gentleness because he's gentle with us yes. so that is expected from positive parenting okay. children must experience that they must not experience your anger or your frustration but they must experience ubuntu ubuntu oh, oh. so so even the pronouncement is ubuntu because i always hear people say ubuntu yeah you see the term Ubuntu is found only in Southern Africa. Mm -hmm. That term, it means that a community, when a community is fragmented, yes. so our leader, you know you come from Africa, yes. we don't depend on individuals, but we de depend on a community. But in the community there, there is a leader, and that leader brings Ubuntu okay. within the community. Oh. It brings love, it brings care, it brings understanding when people are fragmented. That's what they call positive parenting program. All right. Now that goes to that brings me to the next question. Uh, thank you, Doctor. So, Cecil, uh, are there other ways? Are there are there other ways to raise children which does not entail love? Because I'm hearing from both of you. The emphasis on love. So I want to, I want our listeners to to hear from you. Uh, whether there are other ways we be raising children mm. without love. Mm. Are there other ways right now? Because for me, I think I'm raised with much love mm. from my from my from my own background. Mm. Yes, thank you for that uh, question. Um, all parents love their children. Okay. And 
old parents want the best for their children and they they do it in the way that they have been taught yes and uh, some of these ways we find out later that actually they might be not so effective or they might have other side effects that are not good so for instance uh, when you have a very strict um, upbringing and then i mean that uh, for you use uh, physical punishment or threatening or screaming i mean we all fall in we all do this sometimes but when this is your parenting style uh, you might find out that when the children are small it will still work but there are side effects Yes. The side effects are that uh, children uh, will be afraid yes. and they might not come to you when they are in trouble and then they will find uh, other people who might have bad intentions outside. So uh, when, you, um, when your child becomes afraid of you, um, yeah, it has an influence in the relationship between you and your child and between yes. the trust between you and your child. Yes. So, and also... Um, uh, uh, children, they, uh, we need to teach our children what we expect of them. And when we punish very severely, the children often are not taught what they should do, they're only taught what they shouldn't do. Yeah, so um, the positive parenting is about teaching children and also in a way that children flourish, that they get self-esteem, that they feel uh, free. Um, so that is the one parenting style that might have other side effects that we don't want. And the other parenting style that has negative side effects is the very free parenting style. So when a child doesn't get any guidelines, yes. it doesn't get love. That is also sometimes, um, sometimes we are so occupied because we have many stressors in our life. Mm -hmm. Maybe our house is not good, we have financial problems. Mm -hmm. So when the child doesn't get guidance and support, then the child also, then it's too, much, too free. The yeah. child doesn't know where to go. Mm -hmm. And also the risk then is that the child falls into the hands of other people who might uh, yeah, who might show love, but who have other intentions. So it's very important that the relationship between the parent and the child is very strong, loving, and uh, a good communication. Even when children do wrong, they should be able to come to you because you are the source of help. You are the one who knows your child best. So, so that is what I can say about the different parenting styles. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, if you're out there listening to this broadcast, remember you can give us a call on 027-27-1619 should you want to interact with our guest in the studio. Remember, our topic is on what? Positive parenting. I think I'm learning a lot already. And then, yeah, you're speaking and I'm having reflection down, down, down in Africa, and also we're here among the migrant community, how even, <laughs> even uh, I was in a meeting yesterday, meeting of my community, and uh, they were saying that they want to uh, have a training on uh, parenting. Okay. So that's <laughs> just yesterday, so yesterday night. Yeah. Uh, so because this meeting is once in a month, 
Uh -huh. We normally meet and then uh, uh, so they were beckoning on the uh, those who have young children uh, to, to gather themselves if we can get about 12 and then, then we can do it. Yes. Would you like to share, share something with them when the time comes? Sure. Yes. Yeah, doctor? Sure, sure. So that would be very, very, very nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, so um, I want uh, Dr. Tube to say something regarding to uh, the what your sister mentioned about the other side of uh, raising, another way of raising uh, parents, uh, raising kids, which is what I call lazy fair attitude. The second type is the lazy fair, the lazy fair. So I, I want you, as an African man, to tell us honestly, have you, have you noticed of parents who are lazy fair in Africa? Um, yeah. <clears throat> I think that would learn. And what is it that can bring them into having such an attitude after they have carried a child for nine months, bring the person out, and then you will not be lazy there? Oh. Yeah, it is, it's English what you're talking, and you need to be very careful. All right. It's a label. Lazy fair, it's a label. Uh, and you cannot put a negative label to people because they don't in, intend to be negative okay. in bringing up their children. Uh -huh. So we call that those are the aftermath of stress. Aftermath of stress. Stress. When a person has been frustrated, when a person has gone through trouble, he cannot see very well, so then he expresses his stress to the children Ooh. because he's panicking, he's afraid, something is going to go wrong. Oh. So he's trying to protect the family. Oh. He's trying to protect the children. Yes. So those, you know, I'm a therapist, I'm a psychologist. Okay. So that's what we call the aftermath of the stress. So you, it's a pattern. You see it as a symptom of the parent, but not of the children. Yeah. So when we see the behavior of the child at school, on the street, we don't see him, but we see the parents, okay. how stressful is the family is. Oh. So what kind of family support do they need? Yes. So, um, you know, I'm a very, very African man. Yes. But very educated and very smart, who has an insight from God. Okay. So now, uh, you need to observe the children and the parents, how they relate to each other. Yes. So, yeah, you may call it uh, lazy, fair, whatever. That's English again. <laughs> but in our uh, profession, yes, we see the aftermath of a certain past experience mm. projected to the children, right. given to the children. But how Not conscious, but unconscious. Uh, but how long would that last? Because mm. we are talking about people who have given birth and then after three years, four years, five years, and they, that is their way of life. That's the only way they know they can bring up their children. No, that's not the way they can bring up. They raise up their children based on fear. Okay. That when they go to the street, something is going to go wrong. Okay. When they're going there, something is going. So that's fear. So they need to build Ubuntu, trust, love. You know, embrace the child. That the child must not feel you emotionally. Can we also say this Ubuntu is this place? Is 
like the Ubuntu because I got to give you too much love. So because I love you so much, so go and swim on the be on the street until nine o'clock, be on the street until ten o'clock, mm-hmm. and then you come back and say, I can have one and you go to the But that's not Ubuntu. That's not Ubuntu. That's not Ubuntu. Because during the absence of the child, what will you be doing? You will be one or you are busy with other things. That's not care. Ubuntu is about caring. It's about loving. It's about understanding. It's about showing passion to your children. And when they grow up in that way, you know, uh, I'm Jewish. And the Jewish people would talk of the Ten Commandments. Love yourself as you love thy neighbor. Love thy neighbor as you love yourself. So as a parent, raise up your child in a way that you love yourself. Yes, yes. Yes, because yeah, love is. Um, Thank it, you. It, it's uh, yeah, it's a very important element of uh, uh, of the relationship between parents and children. Yeah. Uh, but love doesn't mean that you always give in. Sometimes love means that you have to say no, that yes. you have to set a limit. Yes. So uh, this is also uh, in the in the positive parenting. Um, when sometimes when people hear positive parenting, they think, oh, only positive, only positive. No, yeah. it means also setting limits. Exactly. And, and re- the limits should be related to the age of your child. Yes. Because, and also the characteristics of your child. Because you know some children, you know, they are just easy and they will not get in trouble while others you know they are active they want to see a lot of things so as a parent you have to adjust your style also to your children and also to the society that we grow up in because to be honest here in the southeast there are also some risks that our children are faced with so as a parent um, there are a lot of things that you have to uh, consider in bringing up your children so it's about you it's about your child and the age but it's also about the environment a safe environment is very important for children and also about the expectations of children for instance in school because um, Uh, the way how we are at home is the example for the children and when the children go to school um, the things that are expected of a child they must have some relation with how a child is at home and if there is a very big difference then the child might struggle at school let's let's, let's, let's put it straight the point is that uh, in Africa yes uh, I will not label it but there is an element that we don't know how to talk to our children why you don't have to go there. Okay. We just say, thou shalt not. Mm-hmm. And then the child does not understand why. Yes. So, now, I'm, I'm trained by Sicilian Positive Parenting Program yeah. in South Africa, not here. So we've implemented that at community level. Okay. There we've learn that we must engage with our children. We must talk to them why certain things are not allowed. So in Africa, we don't know how to do that. We just say, don't do this. I told you not to do it. But you don't give an explanation. Yeah, sure. Why? Did, why actually? Did, did, did I hear you say you were trained by Sisi? Yes. <laughs> I'm a positive parenting uh, expert, trained by her in South Africa. Really? Yes. How did you? She met you there? 
No, we met here. She has to take me to go train me in Nigeria. <laughs> no, we have to train you Nigerian pastors here because they teach don't. So why, now you must give a reason why, why you don't. Why, why, why did she train you in South Africa? You want me now to be trained here? Let me tell you. I need to be trained here. I, I, I come back here too. I left. I left the Netherlands when things were very hard on this thing of uh, what they call uh, Tusla. Yeah, the Tusla affair. I'm a victim of Tusla affair. Well, I left the Netherlands and went back to South Africa. I was working for the government. I was a director of Department of Health in South Africa for seven years mm -hmm. in South Africa. Okay. When I was working there, I saw Triple P space there. I invited them, Triple P, to come and implement Triple P. We have trained many people in South Africa yes. and social workers, professionals, in on the basis of positive parenting program. So the positive parenting program is broad. You cannot narrow it to something that is negative or positive. It's broad. It means engagement with our children. Now, in our translation, we translated this. It's Ubuntu. Okay, may I, may I ask you something, uh, Dr. Pire, please? May I ask you, so your government, they were in support of the, the, the Triple P to yes. come? But they're the ones who sponsor the Triple P, or Triple P sponsor themselves. No. To South we, Africa? Uh, I, as the head of the government, yes. we saw the need for Triple P. Yeah, because and Triple P came in. When it came in, they had their own financial contribution, and also us as a government, we have to contribute in making the implementation program. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Mm -hmm. You'll yeah. come to my office, we will show you how we did community outreach program that we did in South Africa. It is powerful. That's the reason we come here on the radio to do community outreach. Yes. We want to reach out to the people who see themselves as victims. Now, they lack positive parenting, they lack Ubuntu. They need yes. Ubuntu inside them. And this is so powerful. Because just last night in this meeting, this meeting took us from six o'clock till ten o'clock. Okay, because once in a in a month we meet as a community to discuss issues, and they were just talking about this directing. Yeah, I, I was so surprised. I, I wish I had told them that uh, you guys were coming uh, here this morning. Uh, so other people were trying to maybe generate something like that. Uh, so. Uh, and they're looking for about 12 to 13 families that will be involved in it. Mm -hmm. It's so powerful. Yeah, maybe to add the, the positive parenting um, in English is called Triple P. Yeah, okay. Positive Thank Parenting you. Program. Yes, I've and, it. And it, it is a program it is, uh, that is uh, all over the world. Mm -hmm. So there are uh, more than uh, 10,000 professionals all over the world trained in positive parenting and it is uh, the only program that has been researched uh, so much to show that actually it does have an effect. So it's not just something that we think is good but it is effective in uh, the, the, the children and also it also helps parents to be less stressful and less um, depressed. It's not to be only parents, because when you go to school mm -hmm. uh, in Africa, even, you know, every, every, every year I, we go together, we go to Nigeria, 
So when you go to school and see how teachers bulldoze kids, the way they bully them, you know, the way they scream, you wonder why are you shouting on the child this way? Yeah. yeah. Why? So this parenting then, I think, it's not only for the parents. The teachers, yeah. they, they have to be you know, part of it. But then the next question which I have for you is, so um, the Dutch people, are they all practicing triple P? No, <laughs> but the, <laughs> no, it's, the uh, uh, people are uh, all the same, but um, the uh, parents are interested in positive parenting. And also Dutch parents are interested because they, for instance, uh, would say that, um, yeah, they, they notice that they keep, uh, with the young children, they keep on saying no, no, no. They feel like a police officer in the house. <laughs> so they would like to change because they are aware that uh, a positive style, it builds the self-esteem. You have to laugh. <laughs> yeah, they feel like police officer the whole time. No, don't do this, don't do that. And it doesn't make you feel happy. No, no, no. It doesn't make the child feel happy. And also the child. Yeah, yeah. you just think, uh, what, what, what sort of parents are these? Yeah, but you know, research shows that sometimes we say up to 250 times no to a child per day. Can you imagine if somebody says no to you all the time? You get frustrated. Yeah, it's true. So if you uh, start uh, saying, for instance, when you see something that your child does that you like, and you start commenting on that, yeah. instead on saying, uh, on putting emphasis on the negative, then you get a completely different atmosphere in your house. All right. The point is that uh, you ask yourself, are the Dutch people implementing positive Yes, parenting? yes, that's uh, You see, it's, 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 it's a Western world where science has developed. So in Africa, yeah. we are very stagnant in terms of parenting is not a method in Africa. Yeah. It's just a lifestyle that's found in our culture. So <clears throat> here it has been developed. So there are different kinds of parenting programs. So yeah. Triple P is one yeah. of the programs yeah. that has been researched. Okay. But now in South Africa, we don't even have one program that has that focuses on parenting exactly. that has been researched in Africa. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. So now, uh, as Nigerians yeah. or Ghanians yeah. or Africans in the West, yeah. we need to embrace it and contextualize it in our own culture <coughs> and tradition. Yes. That's, exactly. that's how we can, we can be able to embrace it and make it our own. That's why we as South Africans, we have embraced it. We yeah, say, but Ubuntu. Yeah, you have embraced it, but how successful have you been with it? Oh. Can yeah. you be very honest, yeah. please? It's not about honesty. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a scientist, eh? Yeah. And I'm a person who works with community. Yeah. I said, come to my office, you'll see how it was implemented. Yes, I want if to you see it's implemented, if but is it workable? Has it, has it, has it? Has it yeah. I was in progress. Let, let me tell you, we have created to go to the grassroots level. Yes. To reach not only professionals, yes. but also the laymen on the street. Yes. That's what Cecil did for us in South Africa. Awesome. But when I come here, it has not reached our black communities. So now that's why we are here on the air. 
We want to train you ministers. We yes. want to train you leaders to yes. become an example yes. and go down to your own communities mm. with the same language. Yeah. Not for you, you do the thou shalt, but you do it together with your community. Yes, it's true. Yeah, as leaders. <laughs> we change the language of thou shalt, but we are a community. Thou <laughs> shalt. Yes. Thou shalt not do this. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we are here to bring it to the grassroots. Yes. That is the point. To reach the leadership. We want to first to start so with the target, leaders. Your target, if I may ask, your target are the migrant community or is it just yeah. But here on this radio, we want to start with our people. Yeah, but it oh, must yes, be so, so yes. positive yes. parenting. The the so subtitle is for every parent because we all need good advice. We all need some knowledge. But here in Southeast, because we are a migrant community, yeah. we 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 notice that sometimes we we don't come too close. Mm. So we need the grassroots approach uh, for parents to. Uh, uh, to also learn about this. Yeah, but we don't go straight to the people. We want to start with the leaders. You make them conscious, you as leaders, yeah. if you embrace it, then you can be able to say it in your native language yeah, yeah. to the people. We call it Ubuntu. I don't know in Nigerian how you call it, because you have 300 languages in Nigeria yeah. and in Ghana. So you have, you have to contextualize it in your own language mm. and give it shape and form but it remain positive. Exactly. Wow. This is yeah. This is beautiful. This is it. This is it. So, um, Dr. Tube, uh, so would you please move into the camera and tell us sincerely uh, what you've noticed playing out among uh, uh, the, the migrant community as per recent kids? Uh, let, let me just... No, 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 wait, wait. I want you to put it here and then reflect it here and also in South Africa. Yes. And how you yourself you were raised. Yes. Okay. Uh, let me start here to say, when I came here, I work as a pastor of yeah. the African Methodist Episcopal Church at Kralen Bank. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. We're also there. Yeah. So, uh, I realize most of the migrant people, they come as asylum seekers. Yeah. They were struggling to get a staying permit. Yes. They were struggling to go to the doctor. Yeah. Those with HIV AIDS, they were not allowed. I'm one of the first blind ministers who confronted the government okay. about HIV AIDS. So when we were supporting our families in that our migrant community was quite clear that also the children become victims of what the parents they are. Yes. So then we spread up this whole thing. We've trained a lot of uh, migrant people here in South Coast, particularly those who are staying in our houses because we used to have six or five houses where our people were staying. We trained them on positive parenting program. So uh, it's not really a Western thing, but it is an evidence-based program. I don't know how to say it in your language, but it proves that uh, every parent needs that. Yes. Every parent needs that element of bringing up his children or her children. 
Yeah. So in South Africa, it has been well embraced. Mm. As an official of government, I can tell you that we have received it, and we have talked about it. It was on, on the air everywhere in yes. South Africa. Yes. So uh, what about in the schools? They've been, they've, they have been implemented as well. Now in South, in South Africa, we have a program that we call uh, Young Girls and Boys in the Schools. Okay. So fortunately, I was a, a director of multi-sectoral response. So I was responsive to all different sectors. Okay. I trained pastors. I went to the schools. I created youth camps. Every school holiday, the schools will give me young people to go and work with them on yes. the positive parenting program. I've got pictures that I can show you how I was running the camps in South Africa. And the same applies. What I did in South Africa is what we did with Cecil here with the Amsterdam and Oz migrant communities. We did it, the positive parenting program. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. So it's the first time we're on the air and uh, we want to say, we want to reach to community outreach. Our people must not feel as migrant. Mm -hmm. They have integrated, they belong here, so they need to embrace other, other elements that belongs to them. Exactly. They are part of this society today. Yes, yes. Even the issue of color plays a role, but they belong here. They are here to stay, and the children so speak their language. So there is a that is going on here. Absolutely. Every good thing that the government have, or the municipality have for us, yes. we must be open and stop seeing us just as migrants or migrants. You are no longer migrants. You have integrated. That's how we call it. You have integrated, yes. you have a sense of belonging, yeah. and you are here to stay. The African-Americans, when they were in America, they have realized that they always put themselves as Afro, Afro, Afro. They yeah. say we are African, but we are American. Yeah. So it is for the West African people to say we are Dutch. They have to get a sense of belonging and embrace other elements, which she still calls it positive parenting program. Okay, now, to Ubuntu. okay. Um, because of our time, I would want to ask from Cecil. So, was there anything that came up that uh, made this program to be developed? Was there is there, is there anything happening in the society that that, oh, okay. that yes that made you able? Uh, back on this campaign now. Yes. So why didn't you do it all of these years? No, actually, we started in 2006 with positive parenting in Amsterdam. And the municipality uh, of Amsterdam took that initiative because uh, the municipality thought it is very important to invest in parents because we know that um, uh, this is very effective. Yeah. And um, now, this week, we put another attention because of the National Parenting Week. Um, but uh, what I want to say is because uh, Dr. Dubert talked about the, the situation in South Africa, but the situation in Amsterdam is like this. Okay. The, the parent-child teams, they have been trained in this program. Also the nurses that you find on the consultation bureau. Yeah. So they know this program very well. And a lot of parents might also know it because we run parenting groups here in Southeast for a long time. Yeah. So parents might already know it, but we want to reach out to every parent. Yes. And that's why we felt that um, uh, we are starting radio programs to talk about it so that more parents uh, hear about it. 
uh, and that they can support. And we know that there are a lot of problems in Southeast with our children. Uh, children grow up under difficult circumstances, uh, poverty, uh, there's a lot of crime. Uh, you know, we, we all know the problems that are going on here. And this positive parenting is one element that can strengthen the families. And next to that, there are also measure, measures taken in the schools yes. and also uh, regarding safety on the streets. So all the elements together might help us to uh, really to support our youth yes. and to make sure that they are safe and that they are well and that they can grow up as adults and have good families themselves. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. So, they are emphasizing on the problems of young people, particularly people with a migrant background, young people on the street with the knives and all of these things. But we don't hear little, there's little investment in terms of uh, positive parenting uh, that will contribute to reduce the, the violence that is found with children. So, Triple P as a method to the problems that are existing today in the society, it can also play a role, particularly on this week of the debate from the Opfude. It can play a role in terms of changing the style that is taking place on parenting that will reduce the crimes that we see today. Yes, the yes. So let me ask that question, which I wanted before you came in. Uh, so you intend to carry the campaign by uh, on radio? Yes, we. How about physical? Excuse me. Physical contact. Okay. Uh, uh, so we are, we are doing uh, like six radio programs this week because of the week of parenting yes. and then we will continue also um, later in October um, and uh, at the same time uh, in our teams we are also uh, doing some uh, group activities where we bring parents together to talk about parenting and how they can support each other that is also happening this week um, and we have an online magazine that uh, uh, we can share with you uh, so parents can read a little bit more about uh, positive parenting and for instance the importance of the first thousand days uh, because we just talked about the teenagers but it's also very important that parents know that the pregnancy stage and the first two years of the child's life are very influential so if we start very early it can help our children to blossom later I would ask, um, can you, uh, if you can give us time, we need to do positive parenting. We have a child that must go to school, yeah. and we must do it now, so you can open your radio for phone calls, whatever it is, for the next 10 minutes. We need to take our son to school, so that's positive parenting. Okay. Yeah, so next time if you want to talk, we can take sister's number, then we can further develop how we can go on with you. Because uh, I we like the spirit of, of, of 
how the spirit that we've created here, yes. we want to continue yeah. to work with you. Exactly. Yeah, we love you. that spirit. Yeah, an yeah, open spirit. environment. Yeah, we like yeah. that spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, because I like here yeah, to bring people on the television. Yeah. Because, oh. with, yeah, because when we are talking to the television, then yeah. the whole sound is that the whole leader that they are watching. So That's I would right. like us to have it on television. Exactly. So yes. Great. Yeah. yeah. Apart from this one. No, you so just take Cecil's number and then. I think I have Cecil's number before. Yeah. Like, I don't know like, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you get your own doctor. Yeah. You get your own I'm doctor. just here. Yes, I know because we were with you before in uh, Clarenby. Okay. But we don't know whether you are still there. So we don't know where you are. No, now. I went back to South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. You are back again. Yes, yeah. I'm back 2019. Yeah, uh-huh, it's good. Yeah. So we would like to work. We would like even to have many other discussions. You know, pertaining to Africa and whatever which we are. Yes. Doing. We have so many platforms. Yeah. Are you doing that? We need to leave because we need you to positive go. parenting. <laughs> no, no, it's a okay. positive parenting. Okay. Okay. Do you want to put your hand yeah. yeah, just put your hand yeah. about uh, positive parenting and uh, this is just a tip that we've given unto you because many 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 more are just on the way i believe that you have enjoyed this broadcast uh with uh sister winkleman and uh with uh, dr Kube of ubuntu and uh, we are going to have them more and more also not only on the radio but also on the television so get ready you are going to change these people are going to change your mindset you know pertaining to the way you've been raising your kids we're not saying that it's bad but you can learn more from this so we look forward onto, <laughs> we, we look forward onto you know getting in touch with you again and again meanwhile enjoy the music
awesome, 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 awesome. In a we believe you have enjoyed this broadcast on positive parenting. I have enjoyed it. Oh, I've enjoyed the spirit of Ubuntu. <laughs> I wish all parents would just get to learn this and know how beautiful and how sweet it is. You know, to learn a better way of talking to your kids and uh, stop saying too many no's. And uh, look at what we've just learned here. In a day, parents can say no to kids for almost 250 times. Man, that's too much. This has come to you on Radio Voice of Niger on 105.2 MHz Sita on Radio Raza. You may get in touch with us should you want to have a special broadcast with us. Remember, you can call us on 6 you can go on our website, radiovoiceofmedia.com, and then you can see some of our broadcasts. So this is the week of parenting. So those of you who do not know how to be effective parents, you can learn a lot by mingling with other people as well. Even if you know, you can see no more. 